Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mummy on a Break podcast. I am Maria Newman, otherwise known as Mummy on a Break. My journey to becoming Mummy on a Break started back in 2016. That's the year I took voluntary redundancy whilst on maternity leave with my second baby and without really having a plan. The only thing I knew at that moment was that I needed to change my job and if I didn't seize the day and take my chance, I'd be in the same job doing the same thing up until I retired. That thought really scared me. So long story short, I embarked on my journey of being mummy on a break, which started with me actually deciding to start my own business. And by following a very windy road led me to create the life I really wanted. I now help women who are like the old me. I help busy working mums who are fed up of the routine, the daily routine, and want to take back control and create the life they really want in their work, their relationships, their wellness, their money, and the fun stuff. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, then check out my website, mummyonabreak.co.uk and click work with me. However, for now, sit back, relax and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to the Mummy on a Break podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I am Mummy on a Break. You can find out more about me and what I do on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. During this podcast series, I will be interviewing six women who are experts in their field and know a thing or two about well-being. My guest today is Lynn Henson. Lynn is a skin specialist and makeup artist who just wants you to feel confident and amazing all day, every day. Thanks, Lynn, for joining me today. Thank you. So, Lynn, I know you our listeners might not so can you first of all tell us a bit about yourself your story and how you got to where you are today uh, yeah absolutely Maria um so yeah so my name is Lynn uh, my business is Natural Skin by Lynn and I trained and qualified would have been about 15 years ago now as a skin consultant a skin specialist and then about 18 months later I, I finally trained and qualified in bridal makeup um so yes, I have a nice a nice balance between the two now. And that all started really just from being nosy. Um, so I was using a specific product and brand uh, for about 25 years now. And I lost touch after about 11 years, I lost touch with the lady that I purchased that from. And I thought, oh, I'll put that on my to-do list. And then other things take priority on your to-do list. And um, eventually I, I ran out of it. And after about three days of not using anything, I went walking past the, the mirror in the hallway and sort of like, you know, when you look into the mirror and you look at yourself and you carry on, then you're like, whoa. And I just doubled back on myself. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get some more stuff. My skin was, uh, it was dull, it was gray, it was really dry and it looked awful. Um, anyway, I managed to get some stuff sent out, etc., etc. But then I was thinking, what, you know, what is it in those two products that I've been using for 11 years that's caused my skin to do that, stopping it? what's in those products that's not caused my skin to do that for the time that I use it. And um, yeah, it was just being curious and nosy really. And back then we didn't have Google. It was this thing called Ask Jeeves, which was a little red butler. And it was rubbish. I just remember, <laughs> sorry. 
so I so yes yeah, so all, all the all the youngins out there I'll have no idea what I was on about google it um so yeah so I was I was looking into the products into the ingredients and why skin was doing doing what it was doing and from there I got little like pop-ups going you've been browsing this would you be interested in this and um, so there was the, all these dermatology courses, there was stuff about skin and skincare and how certain things affect it. And then I saw this course that came up from the Royal College of Nursing and I thought, I'm going to do that. So lo and behold, four and a half years later, um, I'd finished with the part of training that I wanted to do, qualified, and just decided I wanted to sort people's skin out. So um, yeah, very different to a dermatologist and GP because where they get paid by pharmaceutical companies for handing out prescription drugs, I work with their clients to get them off those prescription drugs and get to the nitty gritty as to why they've got that skin complaint and then remedy that rather than patching it up. And that's, that's what I'm still doing 15 years later. Um, there you go. Along Thanks. with other things. So this series is about well-being and if we don't know, we should know that obviously if we're not looking after ourselves, both mentally and physically, is it true that actually that can result in having an effect on our skin? Absolutely. There's many different factors that, um, that can affect our skin. So if you just take the, the pandemic, um, a lot of people will be able to resonate with this where um, through the pandemic, we've been stressed. We've been eating a lot more junk food and takeaways because we couldn't get hold of normal shopping um, for whatever reason. And, um, you know, people have been on furlough. Does that mean that they're good enough for their job? What did that mean at the beginning? We didn't really know what furlough was. Uh, people have been kept on furlough for such a long time. Are they then worried that they've got a job to go back to? Are they going to be made redundant? So a lot of factors um, like that has affected people over the past 18 months. Um, and that's resulted in spots, greasy patches, dry patches, um, itching and scratching of your skin that you don't really think you're doing, but it's just your coping mechanism. Um, so yeah, absolutely. There's lots of different things that affect, affect our skin and well-being. So tell us some of the common skin conditions that your clients and you help your clients with. Um, primarily, I would say it's a combination of rosacea, eczema and acne. What was that um, first one? Rosacea. What is, I've never heard of rosacea. So um, you generally find it, people have got like red patches across their cheeks or on their nose. Um, and it, you can see like lines of veins or blood vessel, vessels underneath the skin. Um, so yeah, they're probably the three main uh, types of skin conditions that I deal with on a regular basis. Um, so yeah, it's just, yeah, getting down to the nitty gritty. There's a lot of teenagers that I work with, um, you know, with their, their acne and try and educate them on, on why their skin is doing what it's doing and what's affecting it with the hormones and, and how they can stop that process so that hopefully they don't get those, uh, they don't get bullied and have those self-confidence issues as they get older. So typically, some of those common skin conditions, what is it that is causing the skin to react in that way? So it could be a number of different things. Um, so each client I, I speak with, um, we do on an individual basis, and we're looking at their background, uh, what the GPs have already given them or, or told them to use, what they're currently using medication-wise. But there's lots of things that affect it. So... Um, diet and nutrition is probably the last thing that I look at and, and look to change. 
because um, that's quite um, that's quite a hard one to stick to. Um, but generally, we look at you know where the atmosphere they live in, the external stresses and factors that they've got going on within their life. Um, you know, how often do they clean their bedding? How hot do they have the the shower? You know, the water showers. Um, how do they how do they clean and protect their skin if they do so? What sort of fabrics are they wearing against their skin? Uh, that can have an effect. So there's lots of different aspects. Um, that, that's yeah. I mean, one of the one of the biggest sort of uh, stories that stands out really is when I first moved back down to Pool. So this would have been 10, 11 years ago, and there was a lady that contacted me and said. I doubt you'll be able to help me, but um, I've been on steroid creams for years and years and years now. In fact, she'd been on them for 11 years. Um, she'd initially gone to the doctor with greasy skin. She had lots of spots and redness. And um, I was like, yeah, we, we can sort that out for you. So we sat there chatting and doing some background. She's telling me she works down the road and her children are here and this, that and the other. And then something just clicked. And I said to her, where do you work? And she went, just down the road. And I went, yes, but where? She went in the local chippy. So she did four shifts a week, four four-hour shifts between 10 and 2 at the chippy. And she stood over this hot fryer. So she's got hot oil, steam coming up into her pores. She's not cleaning the skin properly. She's not getting rid of the dead skin. Um, so all the pores are clogging up with all sorts of dirt gunk. Bacteria's growing. The doctors had her on steroid creams for 11 years. And within three and a half weeks, she was off the steroid creams and her skin was clearing just by some simple tweaks. So, yeah. Isn't it funny how we just assume that, when I say we, I mean like one, the general population, um, <laughs> that, that if our skin is doing something that we think it shouldn't be doing, then it's our skin's fault. But actually, it's something that we are doing to ourselves and it's our body telling us that we shouldn't be doing something. So just people being more mindful of, well, you know, I mean, we know that a bad diet will result in something happening, whether, you know, it's our general health or if it shows itself in like our skin or maybe our mood. And it's fascinating to hear you like, talk about you know being aware of like your environment and just walking outside and if there's somewhere potentially really smoggy or like in your house and the cleanliness of your house and how often not just how often you clean your house but also the um the products that you're using to clean your house because they're going to have an effect on your skin as well aren't they absolutely yeah absolutely and and you're never going to get rid of everything you know you do um, you, you can have everything within reason. So I never restrict a food group or anything unless there's some sort of allergy or other health implication, you know, because everything within moderation is balance. So, you know, if you want to have that alcoholic drink, have an alcoholic drink. Just don't have lots of it that's then going to affect your skin more. If you want to eat chocolate, have a piece of chocolate, not the bar of chocolate. So it's just sort of little tweaks and, and training, training your mindset really um, into what's normal and some sort of balance. Um, but absolutely, when you get something that's that's not quite right, so yeah, the pollution and, and outside factors is um, 
is quite a big one and there's a lot of people that don't protect the skin from that on a daily basis yeah um, yeah so, so i love i love busting a few myths so there must be lots of myths <laughs> that you're aware of that your clients might come and go well i know i shouldn't do this or i know i should should do that and you're like oh dear no that is just so wrong you're not <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that or you should be doing that bust a few myths for us i love a few must myth busting <laughs> um okay so probably um i'll give you two two of my biggest things that, that people come up with me so i'm obviously when i'm explaining a little bit how the skin works and what you need to do to um to help your skin uh, we talk about exfoliation and unfortunately you, you know your skin cells do renew on a daily basis and if you don't get rid of the dead skin from yesterday that's going to cause issues but there's different grades of exfoliation so people will say to me I need to exfoliate every day. Oh my gosh, I thought you just exfoliated once or twice a week. Um, no, again, there's different grades of exfoliation. So I find a really, really um, subtle, gentle exfoliator that you can use daily and leave the harsh scrubs um, to just, yeah, to once or twice a week on, on the rest of your body. Um, so that's, that's one. I think the biggest, the biggest myth um, or thing that I come up against is, um, is people telling me that, oh, well, you know, I've got really, really sensitive skin, so I need to use natural and organic products. And I'm like, not necessarily. Um, yeah, how many people do you know that suffer from hay fever? Oh, quite a few. That's by, you know, natural flowers and plants. So people can still have allergies even to natural and organic products. Um, so yeah, they would probably be my two biggest myths. Oh my goodness, you know, I never really thought of that when, but that makes perfect sense. So there you go. If you, if you think you've got sensitive skin or, um, and you've got hay fever, well, that's a bit of a contradiction then, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah. So, so yeah, so that's that's hard. And then when people think about it, they're like, actually, yeah, I never thought of that. Um, but yeah, just because you've got sensitive skin doesn't mean that you're not going to react to natural products because they're all plant-based. Mm. So absolutely, you can still have reactions. So um, keeping it keeping it really simple, what can we do when it comes to our skin? Because you know, well-being is a, is a holistic thing. We shouldn't just be thinking of things in 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 pockets. What no. can we do? Or what should we be doing so that we can have healthy skin? Just give me a, a, a simple, like three things that are just the basics. Um, so I would say exfoliate, nourish and protect your skin. Get rid of the dead skin cells because then you can put any serum or anything you put on your moisturiser is going to be soaked into the new skin and it's going to do what it's meant to do rather than sitting on dead skin doing nothing. Um, and look at protecting your skin. So SPF every day, even through winter, even on a cloudy day, when it's raining, those UV rays are still coming through and attacking your skin. So is that as simple as literally wearing sun cream or is that something different? Yep, yeah, so I wear sun cream every day. Um, I use it, um, it's, it's automatically in with my moisturiser so I don't have to put an additional product on. Um, I have SPF 30 in my, my day moisturiser. Um, but yeah, even even in the winter, continue wearing it. There you go, three top tips. So if someone who's listening to this can relate to what you're saying and they're like, oh, crikey, 
my word yeah I've been doing it completely wrong and I need to stop thinking of my skin as just like the superficial layer yeah. on me because we're it, every the body in itself all little bits are connected but they're feeling a little bit overwhelmed what should they do next what is your advice um so you can either um contact me and speak to me in, in a free consultation, skin consultation. You can book in and have an online or in-person pamper session or a war paint session. And you can do that individually with a group of friends, uh, family members, work colleagues. Um, they've been going down a treat over the past two years. Um, and that just taps in on the wellbeing side of it as well. So in with that, you'll learn a little bit about your skin. You get to experience what a good skincare routine um, can do for your skin. You can ask any questions and there's, there's never a silly, a silly question. Um, yeah, you just, you know, take some time out for yourself. We all deserve a little bit of me time and we've been through a little bit of a whirlwind lately. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, kill two birds with one stone. And if someone is experienced, say that everything's been fine, but they then start to experience some kind of like breakout and their skin starts doing things that has never happened to them before, what, what should they do? What, what's like, rather, I mean, obviously they can go and see a specialist, but they, is there something else they can do for themselves to start to try and investigate, well, you know, why am I having that reaction? Yeah, so have a look at um, what's changed recently. Um, is there something within work that's caused you to, to stress a little bit? Um, is, there a, a, is there a family? event or issue that's caused you to, to stress and worry? Have you changed your salt powder? Have you changed your um, fabric conditioner um, or your perfume or deodorant or something like that? There's lots of different things that can affect, affect your skin as, as we said at the beginning. So just have a look and, and think, have I changed anything recently? Um, but yeah, and, and contact, contact somebody that deals with skin and um, see if, you know, bounce some ideas around them. So to start with, we can really be our own detective and just have a think for ourselves. Like, you know, the example you gave of your client who works just down the road in the chippy, if we can start like doing that investigation to start with and say, well, hang on, this is a bit weird. You know, I've, I've got spots all of a sudden. I've never had spots before, or I've had, a, I've got a rash and, and that's a bit weird. And I've never had that before. If people just think, well, you know, what is happening to me at the moment? Am I getting stressed for some reason? Like you said, am I using different products, whether that's personally on yourself or a house, household product? And then at least that way, things, when they go and see a specialist, it's not, it potentially isn't going to be as much of a surprise as, as it could be, or, or they might be able to, for themselves identify what it is that could be causing their skin to react that way what do you think absolutely yeah it's just um there's always stuff when you look into so it's like people with acne and the teenagers I'm like, how often do you change your pillow case every you know every two weeks like right change it every two days initially and they go every two days like yeah because you've got all this dirt and grease and build up on your skin which is causing the acne you're sleeping for eight to 12 hours on that pillowcase where you're rubbing everything into it. Then you're sweating overnight. You're rubbing all that in. Then you're getting up in the morning and you're caking on lots of makeup to try and cover those spots. You're not taking it off properly. 
you get back into bed the next day. Not only have you got the foundation and makeup on the, the pillowcase, you've got the new grease and dirt and grime, anything that you've collected during the day. And then you've got the sweat from that night and it's all building up and then it's pushing back into your pores. And they go, aha, never thought of that. So it's just little simple tweaks that you can do. Um, yeah, and, and it is that mindset. It's just changing the way that you think around it and not just going straight to the doctor for those pills. Um, you know, you just want a magic pill to sort it, which I sort of get because some of the clients I see, you know, they've not left the house for years and on mm. depressants, there's lots of self-confidence issues. But it's just making them stop and think, actually, you know, is there something that I've changed or done recently that's going to affect that? It's great talking to you because actually what you're saying is not like rocket science. It makes complete sense. It's just that we don't we don't think about what's happening, like what you've just mentioned with the pillow. That makes complete sense. Yet we just don't think on that level. So as we wrap this podcast episode up, what three things would you like everyone to take away from our conversation today, Lynn? Oh my gosh. Um, self-care is really important. So do, do, do something, you know, um, two to three times a week just to, to take care of yourself. Um, I, I schedule it time into my diary and uh, it's non-negotiable. Um, so yeah, self-care is important. And um, oh, what else would I take away? Exfoliation is key exfoliation is key and this is for the men as well so it isn't just the ladies it isn't just teenagers you know we're all born we're all born with hair and to a certain point we have hair um and we have to maintain that through a barber or a hairdresser and that's exactly the same with the skin so there shouldn't be any taboo subjects around men looking after their skin um yeah yeah there you go there you go so finally finally people will be saying oh my word lynn you've just opened my eyes to to the the wonderful world of looking after my skin i need to get in contact with you i need to be connected with you so in that case lynn let's make it easy for them how can people find you if you google natural skin by lynn i'm sure you'll find pages and pages of information <laughs> Um, but you can email me, you can contact me um, through my website, Natural Skin by Lynn. Um, I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, again, all through Natural Skin by Lynn. Um, so, yeah, just, yeah. We can find you everywhere and anywhere. You Sounds should be able amazing. to find me everywhere. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Lynn, for an amazing oh, conversation. You. I feel enlightened. I am now going to change my pillow more regularly. Um, and thank you, everyone, for listening. If you're interested in finding out how you can work with me and how I can help you, then head over to my website, www.mummyonabreak.co.uk, and click on work with me. Take care.